Urinary Tract Infection by Dr. Elizabeth Pingree Introduction Not only are urinary tract infections, or UTIs, common in children, but they can have significant health implications. For example, young infants are at risk for bacteremia from a UTI. In children of all ages, without prompt treatment, UTIs can lead to renal scarring, hypertension, and chronic kidney disease. By the end of this video, you should be able to list risk factors for UTI in children, describe the pathophysiology of UTIs in children, discuss the common presentations of UTIs in children of different ages, diagnose a UTI based on clinical presentation and laboratory data, choose empiric therapy for an infant with a febrile UTI, and describe the approach to imaging after first febrile UTI in infants. Epidemiology and Risk Factors When we consider infants less than 2 years of age presenting with fever, the prevalence of UTI is approximately 7%. The prevalence is also about 7% in older children presenting with urinary symptoms. There are many risk factors to consider when deciding which children are most likely to have a UTI. In children less than 2 years of age, risk factors include female sex and lack of circumcision in males, Infants with higher fever and longer duration of fever are also much more likely to have a UTI. Since infants cannot describe their symptoms, we rely on risk factors to determine which infants to test. For example, uncircumcised boys less than 3 months of age presenting with a fever are at the highest risk for UTI, with an infection rate of approximately 20%. Circumcision appears to matter less as infants grow, and UTI quickly becomes more common in girls compared to boys. The increased incidence of UTI in girls as compared to boys is hypothesized to be due to a shorter urethra. There are also anatomic and functional factors that predispose children to UTIs. The basic principle is that any abnormality that alters or slows the flow of urine from the kidney to the bladder or voiding through the urethra increases the risk of UTI. The most common anatomic predisposition to UTI is vesicourethral reflux, or VUR. Typically, the ureterovesical junction, where the ureters meet the bladder, closes off when the bladder contracts and does not allow urine to travel back from the bladder into the ureters and kidneys. VUR occurs when this connection is not tight enough and allows urine to reflux from the bladder into the upper urinary tract. VUR is graded based on severity. Grade 1, or mild VUR, occurs when the reflux only fills the ureter. Grade 5, or severe VUR, occurs when the reflux is so severe that it causes dilation of the ureters and renal collecting system. This retrograde flow allows bacteria to grow and cause infection in the upper urinary tract. The risk of UTI and renal scarring increases with increased severity of VUR. There are many other anatomic anomalies that may predispose children to UTI. If there is an obstruction or narrowing anywhere along the urinary tract, urine will pool before the narrowing and the child is at increased risk for UTI. Some common obstructions include ureteropelvic junction obstruction and posterior urethral valves. These conditions will often be diagnosed with ultrasound. In the absence of an anatomic obstruction, children are also at increased risk of UTI if they do not empty their bladders normally. Neurogenic bladder refers to abnormal innervation, 
such that the muscles of the bladder and the urinary sphincter do not coordinate properly, and the bladder cannot empty normally. Children with this condition will often retain urine or do not empty their bladders fully when voiding. Neurogenic bladder may be secondary to conditions affecting the lower spinal cord, such as myelomeningocele or spinal cord injury. Incomplete bladder emptying can also be secondary to constipation. As a result, constipation is a common cause of UTI in children. Pathophysiology Urinary tract infections are typically ascending infections, meaning that bacteria colonizing the urogenital skin enter through the urethra and travel to the bladder where they cause infection. If the infection ascends to the kidney, it is called pyelonephritis. Most UTIs are caused by Escherichia coli, or E. coli. It has a variety of virulence factors that make it a powerful uropathogen, including fimbriae, or finger-like projections, that allow it to adhere to the wall of the urinary tract. Many other bacteria are washed away by the normal flow of urine, but uropathogenic E. coli remains, grows, and ascends. Because E. coli has very effective mechanisms to cause infection in the urinary tract, it is often the cause of UTI in children with normal anatomy. Children with abnormal urinary tract anatomy, such as VUR or ureteropelvic junction obstruction, are much more likely to have UTIs caused by less virulent uropathogens, like Citrobacter or Enterococcus species. If a patient has a UTI caused by an atypical organism, one must consider whether there is an abnormality in the patient's urinary tract and perform imaging tests to further evaluate. Clinical Presentation The symptoms of urinary tract infection in older children are similar to adults. In addition to fever, the child may complain of dysuria, abdominal pain, increased urinary frequency, or hematuria. Infants often present with fever only, and it is difficult to distinguish UTI from other causes of fever in these young patients. Less common presentations of UTI in young infants include failure to thrive or prolonged neonatal jaundice. Symptoms of pyelonephritis in older children include fever, vomiting, and flank or abdominal pain. Younger children cannot describe their symptoms, and evidence shows that most infants less than 2 years old with a febrile UTI have renal inflammation. Therefore, we consider infants less than 24 months with a febrile UTI to have pyelonephritis. Diagnosis Diagnosis is made by obtaining a urine specimen and performing urinalysis and urine culture. On urinalysis, one looks for pyuria and bacteriuria. Pyuria refers to the presence of white blood cells in the urine. This is shown on urinalysis either by positive leukocyte esterase, an enzyme that is released by white blood cells, or by visualizing white blood cells on microscopy. Bacteriuria refers to evidence of bacteria in the urine. This is typically seen by the presence of nitrites on urinalysis or bacteria visualized on microscopy. Nitrites are produced by an enzyme in many gram-negative bacteria, which reduces the nitrate naturally present in urine to nitrite. The nitrite test will be negative if the infection is caused by a gram-positive organism like Enterococcus. This test is also commonly negative in young infants because they void too frequently to allow time for this conversion. Diagnosis relies on culturing a sterile specimen to ensure that the bacteria growing are not a contaminant from the skin. 
In a toilet-trained child, a clean-catch specimen may be obtained by cleaning the perineum prior to the child voiding into a sterile specimen cup. In infants who are still in diapers, only a urethral or suprapubic catheterized specimen should be sent for urine culture due to the high risk of contamination with organisms on the skin or from the GI tract. In many cases, catheterization can be avoided if there is no evidence of a UTI on the urinalysis. Urinalysis is first performed on urine that is collected from a bag placed around the urethra. If the urinalysis is negative without bacteriuria or pyuria, there is no need to send a culture. If there are any concerning findings on the urinalysis, a second step of sending a catheterized specimen for urinalysis and urine culture is necessary. Diagnosis is confirmed when urine culture grows a significant number of colonies of a uropathogen. Management. Typically, empiric antibiotics are started if urinalysis is suggestive of UTI because delayed treatment increases the risk of renal scarring and other complications. Empiric oral antibiotics such as amoxicillin clavulanate, trimethoprim sulfamethoxazole, cephalexin, and cefixime are targeted at E. coli. Intravenous antibiotics are often started in young infants, patients who are toxic appearing, or those who have nausea and vomiting limiting their ability to take oral antibiotics. Ceftriaxone is a typical IV antibiotic for empiric treatment of UTI. Treatment can be tailored based on susceptibility results when culture data is available. The treatment course for pyelonephritis is 7 to 14 days. The treatment course for simple cystitis can often be shorter. Imaging As previously discussed, UTI in young infants raises concern for an anatomic abnormality predisposing the child to UTIs. American Academy of Pediatrics guidelines recommend renal ultrasound for all infants who present with a febrile UTI. If there are any abnormalities on ultrasound to suggest VUR, avoiding cystourethrogram, or VCUG, should be performed. During a VCUG, the bladder is filled with radio-opaque dye via urethral catheterization under fluoroscopy. VUR will be diagnosed if the dye refluxes into the ureters as the bladder muscles contract. A similar approach is also used for children presenting with recurrent UTIs. Renal ultrasound is also performed to evaluate for abscess formation if a child is not responding as expected to appropriate antibiotic therapy. Summary 1. UTIs are common in children and can have significant long-term consequences. 2. Young infants with UTIs often present with fever alone. 3. Children are at higher risk for UTI, including recurrent UTIs, if they have an anatomic abnormality or if they do not empty their bladders normally. 4. UTI is diagnosed based on pyuria and or bacteriuria on urinalysis and urine culture growing a uropathogen. 5. Young children with first febrile UTI should be evaluated for an anatomic abnormality with imaging. Thank you for watching this video on urinary tract infection.